Buckle up, dudes and dudettes. It's episode 11 coming at you for the Hatching Leaders podcast. We are diving in to talk about this really great leadership style I invented because uh, I ripped off a whole bunch of ideas from other people. So it's now my invention. It's called CAP Leadership Coaching, Appreciation, and Progression. We are going to spend, uh, spend a serious amount of time talking about how coaching is earned and how we need to have an invitation to coach, but we don't need an invitation to show appreciation and affirmation. And then, of course, progression is the way in which we feel on fire in our world. Adopt these things and watch the tide in your pool rise on up. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Connor. Connor, oh my gosh, he's so nice. Like almost to a fault nice. Uh, he has the best Midwestern accent, not intentionally of like anybody I know. Uh, just charming and nice and wouldn't harm a fly. I met Connor uh, when I was working on North Dakota State University's campus. It was 2011, and I was uh, just transitioning into working in real estate full-time, but I still held on to a part-time job. I was doing some ministry at the Lutheran Center on NDSU's campus. And Connor happened to uh, live right by uh, the Lutheran Center, so he would walk by all the time. And then we would work these... uh, these booths of a sort, trying to recruit people. He was recruiting for his fraternity. I was recruiting uh, for people to go to the Lutheran Center. And we just had a fun little jovial back and forth. And when Connor graduated college, he went on uh, to work for his national fraternity and was uh, doing some cool things there. But that wasn't like his forever job. And so we started to talk about what would it look like for you to come to work with me uh, how about you join our ecosystem and how about you, uh, after a couple of years, uh, join as a realtor. So Connor said, yeah, for sure. And, uh, now he's actually married to a gal that's been on our team. They're like the Jim and Pam of our world. Uh, if you don't get that reference, it's the office, please watch all of it. So you can enjoy that reference. But Connor came into our world and he started as a showing partner. He was leveraging agents who were uh, in production and learning as he went Uh, Connor was a good showing partner. And then Connor transitioned to uh, a buyer agent. And he sucked. (laughs) Uh, He says I get more aggressive as I tell this story. Uh, I think I used to be like, yeah, he wasn't that good. But now I'm like he he, declaring that he sucked. So the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, Connor was so good with people, but he was so afraid of conflict and of letting people down and of disappointing people. Connor needed a lot of help. Connor was uh, the right person in the wrong seat on the bus. We needed to figure out where are we going to put him? How are we going to help this guy? I mean, we could have just fired him. Uh, I I don't treat people that way. Uh, If they come into my ecosystem, I feel like I owe them and that uh, I'm going to do whatever I I can to help them get uh, where the right seat is. And if it's not in our world, that's okay too. Uh, But Connor... Connor was uh, somebody that needed some work. And what we did with Connor is we applied our CAP leadership, C-A-P. That's coaching, appreciation, and progression. I want to show you how all those exist in our world with Connor. Again, coaching, appreciation, and progression. The first thing that we did is we tried to coach Connor. Coaching is not teaching. Coaching is not teaching. Coaching is not teaching. Teaching is teaching. 
Teaching is a one-size-fits-all mentality of disseminating information to people and they're taking it down and saying, yes, now I understand. I totally got it. But you can teach me how to play golf by me watching Tiger Woods play all day and by me watching videos online. But that's not coaching me how to play golf. Until that club is in my hand and that ball is on the ground between my feet. And until somebody is telling me about how to grip, how to place my head, how to place my hands, how to stand, which club to use, which speed to use, keep my head down, keep my head down. Until all that happens, that's coaching. Coaching shows up on every swing. Coaching shows up uh, with every last detail. Coaching is not teaching. And with Connor... We applied coaching into where he was at. And let me tell you this. If it's the wrong person for the job, it doesn't matter how much coaching you give them. It's not going to work out. It just won't. Sometimes we waste our breath and our time on the wrong, with the wrong match. It's not the wrong people. It's the wrong position for that person. Sometimes you just suck at hiring too. And they're, they're the wrong person for who your world should be. But that's on you. But we waste our breath all the time on trying to coach people when it's not the right place for them. But with Connor, the first thing we did is we coached him. It was watching his steps, watching the way in which he responded to things. We found a lot of errors in his ways. It just wasn't right for him. But in coaching, in our world, coaching is an opportunity, a responsibility, and a privilege. But coaching can only come from those that have permission. If I'm not your person, if I haven't earned the right, and if I don't have that permission given, I shouldn't be coaching someone. Now, I was the owner of the company. Heck, still am. Uh, I was and am the CEO of the company. So like, I, I have permission, right? But what if Connor is number 38 in our ecosystem and I've only said hi to him a couple of times? I honestly don't think that that gives me permission. I, I'm not that person for him. I'm not. Uh, his key person, this scaled leadership piece matters a lot because coaching shouldn't come from somebody that you're not in a deep relationship with. They don't know it well enough. I can teach him how to do some things, but I don't, I don't know the whites of his eyes yet. And I, we, we just have to be so careful with this, that coaching is so important, but it's not for everyone. Coaching is an earned relationship. That person has to ask for coaching, that they declare themselves that they want to be better. Now that's the C in cap leadership. The A in cap leadership is appreciation. I would also substitute affirmation or appreciation. I think this is a leader's uh, primary responsibility for people that they don't know exceedingly well. But here's what happens, and I want you to watch it, is when you ever go to a speaking event or you see somebody present, one of the first things they'll say is, man, thank you everybody for coming. It means an awful lot to me that you're here. (laughs) Does it mean a lot to you if you're sitting in the crowd and that person said thank you to 500 people in a general statement? No, it doesn't, doesn't carry any clout whatsoever. And instead, appreciation is specific. Just like coaching is specific, appreciation is specific. And you do not need an invitation to show appreciation. This is an open opportunity for anyone. So I would say to you, I would say, Jess, you are so obscenely talented. 
when I saw you uh, lay out that last mastermind event that we were working on, and I saw the way in which you gave attention to all the details and how you're carrying the load and you're doing a tremendous job. I'm just so proud of you. I don't have to be just as primary person to say that. Affirmations and appreciation should be the love language that we share with everybody. It's our opportunity, but appreciation and praise that is in public or in private. You can do that in either place, but coaching only should happen in private. We praise in public and we critique in private. I made this mistake and it's a painful one. Uh, I was leading a mastermind event, a summit event. It was the first big thing that Hatch Coaching had done. This was back in, I think, 2015 or 2016. We invited these realtors from around the country to come to our office for this two-day event. And we charged them some money and they took a chance on me because it was my friends. Like we, we weren't proven as a coaching company. These were just people really doing me a solid and saying, Eric, I believe in you. And we had a good couple of days. It was valuable. We delivered some good content. We had some other presenters. And one of my final messages I gave was the importance of how we need to put our family as a higher priority. We need to put our team members as a higher priority. And I talked about that dangerous flashing light on our phone and how it sucks us in and how we think that that is important. And what is not important is that light and those people on the other end. But what's important is our family and our team members. And then I called out one of the people that had come uh, traveling hundreds, if not thousands of miles and investing money in me. I called them out in front of everybody else for being on their phone. (laughs) Man, I'm an idiot. I can't tell you how bad I felt. Uh, I can't tell you how bad that person felt because it was a coaching moment where I didn't have permission and I also did it in public. We praise in public and we affirm in public and we lift people up with appreciation in public, but we do not critique in public. How dare I? (laughs) Literally, how dare I? That was such a foolish thing for me to do. Now, that's the A. That's the appreciation. That's the affirmation. So C, coaching, A, appreciation, and P is progression. Progression is such a, an underutilized piece in leadership. Studies have shown that the number one thing that leads to satisfaction in life, in the workplace, in anything else is not people, is not leadership, is not money. It is the feeling of progression that you have improved your situation and you are closer to where you want to go than where you were before. Progression is a big deal. I literally had a coaching call today and one of my coaching clients, this awesome dude was telling me how he's struggling right now because he's not feeling any progression and instead he's feeling regression in his world. So I asked him and I said, what's your plan to get out of this? And he said, well, I, I, I don't have one yet. And how can we ever progress if we don't know where we're going? If we don't have clear goals, clearly articulated, understood things that we're striving for, and we can acknowledge the landmarks on the journey, if we don't have any of that, we can't and won't feel progression. So 
Our job in great leadership is to acknowledge progression and to measure it. But that also means we have to acknowledge and measure regression. This is a dance where it's sometimes one step forward and two steps back, and sometimes two steps forward and one step back. But this is not a linear piece by any means. It's not A plus B equals C when it comes to developing someone and getting them on the right path. It's messy and filled with twists and turns and everything else. And you've probably seen the meme that talks about how uh, the road to success is a very twisted, turned one and not just a straight one. So if people are craving progression, it is our job to not only acknowledge and help them on that path, but to also acknowledge regression. That's a tough thing to do. And yet that's where coaching shows up, right? Like, I'm not going to go to my company and declare to them in a large, boisterous statement like, hey, you all have regressed. But if I love these people, and I do, I love the people that I have the privilege of working for. If I love these people, isn't the greatest form of love accountability and helping them to progress with what they're doing and appreciating what they're doing every step of the way and coaching them on the way, both the good and the bad. Great leadership is about heavy lifting and talking about those really difficult things that we oftentimes brush under. I heard Patrick Lencioni recently say that if we, uh, if we fail to do the hard things and avoid the tough conversations with our people, that's actually a selfish thing for us to do because we're concerned about our comfort and not their growth. Really insightful, isn't it? And so... In speaking of specificity and in helping people to really declare uh, what is right, I think about my wife. She's a first grade teacher. Uh, I couldn't do what she does, so power to her. But if she's trying to get the attention of her class, she can't just say, hey, everyone, uh, I need you to pay attention because the kids that were paying attention think she was talking to her and the kids that aren't paying attention still aren't paying attention. And instead, doesn't it look better if you say, hey, Tina, I don't know if kids are named Tina anywhere, but I chose that name. Hey, Tina, you need to pay attention. And you do that in private. Like that's the way to do this. That's the, that's the rhythm that I'm talking about here. And, and wouldn't our worlds be so much better if we talked to people instead of about people? I think that gossip is infusing our ecosystems because we're not doing this leadership stuff right. That we're talking about people, that we're talking about our frustrations instead of talking to people. I got to tell you though, uh, I, I did this and I did this right and mostly wrong last year. Uh, Josh, who's our broker at Hatch Realty, uh, he was uh, he was out of town for a few weeks. And so that left me to be the broker. And I am an owner, but a broker of like rules and regulations and enforcing things like that's not where I am at my best. So Josh uh, had me cover and we had one of our team members who messed up. Uh, it happens all the time in any business. And we had one of our team members mess up. And what happened is this, is I called him into my office. I didn't listen. I didn't ask questions. I instead just came at him like, dude, you can't do this anymore. And I, I, I coached him and I thought I had permission to coach him. And I thought that it was okay to talk about that. There was regression instead of progression. I did what I thought was right. But what I failed to do was identify the hat that I was wearing. 
in my mind, I said, okay, you're now broker Eric instead of CEO and visionary Eric. And you're not, usually you're appreciation Eric, but now you're broker Eric. And so in my head, I'm wearing this different hat. But I failed to declare to my team member the hat that I was wearing. I didn't shift his mindset of how he viewed me. And because of that, I dropped the ball on the entire situation. I hijacked the perception that he had of me because I didn't identify and I didn't have permission. As a broker, you have to have permission and you still have to earn it. But just because you have the title doesn't mean that that person is going to trust you or like the way in which you speak to them. We have to do better. I needed to do better. And in that situation, I did not. So my challenge for you is this, is to take this CAP leadership style, coaching, appreciation, and progression, and figure out how to do this well with your team. Not everyone, one person. Find one person that you can specifically go to, get permission to coach. That means you're coaching all the time, not like an annual review, not like a, here's here's everything in the last 364 days that you could have done better. Instead, like the golf example, every swing, every grip, every time you're helping them to get a little bit better. And that's it. Before we wrap up with episode 11, I got to finish telling you about Connor. Connor got on the right seat on the bus. He's now our training and development director for all of Hatch Realty, doing incredible things. Uh, We're seeing him progress day in and day out and build some things in his world. We're still coaching him on the regular, but now that he's on the right seat on the bus, it's huge. And the appreciation I have for that guy is out of this world. So please, in your world, find somebody, raise them up, do some good, and make a difference.